the Sharp and the Square, episode number 58. Um, your Square, Matt Howe, flying solo today while the Sharp, Mr. Santub, is out on the road. He is currently en route to Houston, Texas for a little family gathering, so that's why I have the podcast solo today. No worries, the Sharp has given me some of his plays, some of his analysis and I'll be adding my own two cents, as I usually do with a player two of my own. So this is the first Friday of the season. It's a decent slate. There's a couple good games on tonight. Uh, Saturday, obviously, is our big slate. There's a couple of good ones there on Saturday, too. But I feel like this first week of the season is kind of a... Uh, it's a lot of mid-majors against Power 5 teams. It's a lot of large spreads on a daily basis this first week or two of the season. So before we really get into conference play, before we really get into a lot of the good games, there's this week or two of games where you know you get to see what teams are made of. Uh, there tend to be a lot of blowouts, but there also tend to be a lot of upsets. Um, you saw last night there was a big upset on a crazy buzzer beater. And that was UC Riverside beating Arizona State 66-65. to It was absolutely nuts. So you see stuff like that all the time. Um, but like I said, you also do tend to see a lot of blowouts, a lot of high spreads. So we have a couple games here that we're going to get into, look at tonight. And we're going to start with Western Kentucky at Minnesota. It's an interesting one. The line opened in favor of Minnesota minus. It is now Minnesota plus 2.5. A Big Ten team at home catching 2.5 points. Playing against a Western Kentucky team that's off a five-point win over Alabama State. They were massively favored in that game. I think they were 20-plus point favorites in the game. Now they're playing Minnesota on the road, and they are the favorite by two-and-a-half points, Western Kentucky is. Um, so from the sharp, he thinks it's two-and-a-half point spread on a neutral court. He got this game at a pick'em, so he played Western Kentucky pick'em. Uh, he wouldn't play it outside of negative one, minus one. Unless we get a positive update on the Hilltoppers, Keith Williams, who's probably their best player, uh, he's waiting on word uh, whether he's eligible or not from the NCAA. Uh, unlikely to happen tonight, but if he's in, you can play Western Kentucky up to three and a half, four, but unlikely to be the case. Um, Western Kentucky has better players. Tough game for Minnesota. Year one of Ben Johnson, not a lot of proven talent. Tough neutral site game against the Hilltoppers who have experience winning big games. Western Kentucky is significantly better at full strength, but without a couple key guys, it's tough to lay anything more than one. It would be a huge win for Minnesota if they could get it. Uh, so I believe this game is, oh, this game is on a neutral court. It's not at Minnesota. So neutral court game, um, it's in Asheville, North Carolina at Harris Cherokee Center. So neutral court, and, you know, if you can get the Hilltoppers at a pick em or better, Mr. Santub likes them. Uh, obviously, you're not going to get that now. They're at minus two and a half. Um, and there's pending the status of one of their better players in Keith Williams. Okay, moving on. Oregon State at Iowa State. This is a good game. Iowa State, a point-and-a-half favorite. Uh, the Sharp wants Iowa State at plus two-and-a-half or better, so they're minus one-and-a-half right now. He wants Iowa State at home getting points. Um, Oregon State's a team that made that crazy run in the March Madness tournament last year. They you know, they were the Cinderella team, really. Uh, they might be a bit overvalued. Off that run heading into this year, Iowa State, ton of talent. Some guys that have been starters on good teams, taking on prominent roles there. Brockington from Penn State, Kalsher from Minnesota. Plus, they got a freshman point guard in Tyrese Hunter, who's got huge Big 12 freshman of the year potential with an elite skill set. 
And Iowa State's a tough place to play. Good home court advantage. So if you can get some points with the home dog, play it with Iowa State there. As of right now, they're minus one and a half. So staying away for now. Uh, minus one and a half, though. Maybe pull the trigger on that. Maybe not. See if that number comes down anymore. Um, San Diego State at BYU. Uh, Sharp's got nothing on this one, but it is a really good game. Um, number his The Sharp's number makes it BYU minus two. Right now it's BYU minus two and a half. He wants a pick on BYU or the Aztecs at plus four. So if that line crawls to BYU minus four, that's going to be a play on San Diego State. Um, it's a great litmus test for both teams. Uh, both are extraordinarily deep and very well coached. But uh, right now, this is a stay-away game. Line at two and a half, it's definitely a sharp line for sure, so no play there. SMU at Oregon. Uh, this is a play I have for... CBS Sports' sports line. I'm on Oregon, minus 6.5. The Sharp likes Oregon as well. Oregon comes into this season loaded. They returned two starters in Will Richardson and Eric Williams Jr., both who averaged over 10 points a game last season. Then talk about some of these transfers that they added. De- Devion Harmon from Oklahoma, Quincy Guerriere from Syracuse, and Jacob Young from Rutgers, all are you know great additions to this Oregon team. They have one of the best starting fives in the country, honestly. Uh, SMU's a decent team. Um, six and a half points, so at home, I think Oregon rolls here. I think they win by 10. SMU's got a really good point guard in Kendrick Davis. But, uh, you know, Oregon's backcourt defense of Jacob Young and Davion Harmon are built to defend well at the point of attack. So I think, you know, Oregon can neutralize... Uh, Kendrick Davis there, um, you know, I, I, SMU not a great defensive team. I just think Oregon rolls here. The Sharp likes him as well. This is kind of a square play on Oregon. I think a lot of the public will be backing Oregon. This line could even crawl even higher. I saw it at seven. I saw it at six and a half. I got it at six and a half, and I played it. So um, I think this is a great play, uh, consensus play from both me and Justin on Oregon, minus six, minus six and a half, up to minus seven. Uh, we would take that one. Santa Clara is playing Stanford. Santa Clara is hosting Stanford. So this is an interesting one. Uh, this is one that's one of the sharps plays. So he has Santa Clara plus four. He likes it at three or better. They return four starters, including a shoe-in, all WCC forward named Josip Vrankic. Reading the tea leaves here, the coach, Herb Sendik, believes that this is his best roster yet. Not every day does Santa Clara get to host Big Brother from down the road, so there should be plenty of motivation here against the Cardinals. Stanford has some real issues entering the season. They, does, they don't have anyone that can consistently create offense, don't have any elite outside shooters. They're long and athletic defensively, but their offense has been really bad. And every year so far under Coach Haas. Cardinals will be stingy as a dog. The Sharp is laying points on the road with them against a deep, tough, motivated home dog. Hell no. Sarah Clanna and the points. So Santa Clara catching four points at home. Right now it's three and a half. Uh, so Sharp likes that one at three or better. Santa Clara plus three and a half. All right, game of the night. UCLA, Nova. Two top five teams battling it out. UCLA is hosting Villanova, Pauley Pavilion, and right now they're three and a half point favorites. This number's been bouncing around. It's been three, three and a half, four, four and a half. 
I have it at minus three and a half. I am on UCLA, even with um, Cody Riley is out. He's a really good big man, but I think Miles Johnson, the Rutgers transfer, got to see plenty of him last year. Obviously, he's a Rutgers fan. I think, you know, he fills that role. He steps in. He rebounds well. He defends well. He's not going to give you much on offense, but UCLA has plenty of scoring ability, obviously. Um, so I think UCLA wins this one. I like them to cover three, three and a half points at home against the Nova team that uh, they're going to make a lot of threes, but, you know, they're going to get destroyed on the glass and they're going to be challenged by UCLA's length. Bruins go 6'6", 6'6", 6'7", on the wings, 6'11", Miles Johnson in the middle. Uh, UCLA, the better team. Defense shooting, I think the coach coaching matchup is a great one and Mick Cronin and Jay Wright. Jay Wright, obviously a very, very good head coach, but so is Mick Cronin, and this is probably his best team he's had ever uh, with UCLA. Um, so Nova's going to have to rely on making a lot of outside shots, and they don't have a dominant big man. Uh, I like UCLA and the points. The Sharp is not on anything as of now on this game. He has num- His number is UCLA, 4-4.5. Four, four he hasn't played it, um, but I think he's going to end up being on the Bruins by tip-off tonight at 11.30 p.m. It's a late one. So uh, UCLA with the points, that is one of my plays. Minus three, minus three and a half, whatever you can get it at. Um, that's that's going to be a play for me. Okay, Utah State at Richmond. It's a great game, and it's a sharp number. The sharp has it at Richmond, minus six and a half. But he thinks the Spiders have a good shot at rolling. Veteran team, short trip to Annapolis. Utah State with a new coach traveling across the country. If you look at Ken Palm, it's closer to a pick'em. And optimistic that we could get Richmond at plus four or better, but don't think that's going to be an option there at minus six and a half right now. Um, He's going to stay away at minus six and a half. I will stay away as well. Uh, he wants Richmond minus four, but that's unlikely to happen, um, you know. But that's just a, it's going to be another good game on tonight's slate. Um, I've also bet Kentucky minus twenty two and a half. Kentucky off that tough loss against Duke uh, at a neutral court, Madison Square Garden. Now they are taking on Robert Morris, ranked two seventy nine in Ken Palm. They're twenty two and a half point favorites. This is. One of those kind of blind plays that I'm on, I was on Purdue minus 21 and a half on opening night, um, and they rolled against Bellarmine. Um, I didn't know much about Bellarmine. I don't know much about Robert Morris. I just know that Kentucky's a damn good team. They're off a tough loss in their opener. I think, you know, now they're back at Rupp Arena. It's a good chance to really show out for the home crowd and get a win under their belt. I think they roll, cover the 22 and a half points. All right, little short episode today. I missed having the Sharp because we really have a good back and forth, and the Sharp definitely knows his stuff, but still a good episode nonetheless. Shout out to Sharp for sending me his plays and you know his analysis on some of these games here tonight. We're going to try to get in an episode tomorrow for our first Super Saturday of the season. But for everyone else, Taylor Fade, best of luck, Sharp in the Square. We will be back tomorrow, hopefully, previewing the first Super Saturday of the season. Cheers, everyone, and we will talk again soon.